Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 532 for May 4 through 10, 2020. Welcome to This Week in Astrology, deepening your astrological wisdom since 2007. What's new? A Scorpio full moon highlights the week of May 4th. We also have the start of a grand trine that's all about committed partnership. And like that, we have seven bonus aspects that are not in my written forecast. I simultaneously record my weekly forecast as an audio podcast and a video. I go straight through with no editing afterward. You get the real me, raw and unpolished. So thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. The video version includes my chart graphics for things like lunations and aspect patterns. You can also see these graphics if you read my forecasts online. Just go to astroshaman.com, click blog on the menu bar, then choose the astrology forecast category. Please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so others like you can find it. What's old as we come into this week? We've got a waxing moon. Pluto is retrograde through October 4th. So let's go with that first bonus aspect. We got on May 4th, Monday, a Sun-Mercury conjunction happening at 15 degrees Taurus. When the Sun and Mercury come together, it enhances learning and communication happening in Taurus. It's like you can learn, you can just have more endurance. Taurus can just like go forever. And so you can have better focused concentration. You can write or communicate at greater length. And there might also be a desire to communicate about uh, practical things because Taurus is very down to earth and wants a tangible result. So I guess communication around business stuff and productivity things would obviously be well suited. Moving on to Tuesday, May 5th, we have two Uranus aspects. First, Uranus Quincunx Juno. Uranus is at seven Taurus, Juno is at seven Libra. So Juno is the goddess of committed partnership. Uranus likes paradigm shift and experimenting with things and, and about intuitive flashes coming in. So this bottom line is where you may be getting some intuitive hits around a committed partnership, which might be romantic or could be any other relationship of any kind where you've just got a container where you and that person are ongoing involved in something together. Quincunx says adjustment required. So uh, I would, if it were me to optimally use this, I would be really listening for those intuitive hits, those just knowing in your bones kind of things that your higher self sends down. And if you get a hit about how that might take a relationship to the next level or any kind of guidance regarding a committed partnership, I'd be following those. And don't be afraid to try stuff. If your committed partnership is not optimal and you can see, wow, it could be a little bit better even just try something. Experiment with that person and see what you can try out and see what works better. Next up, we have Uranus quintiling Mars. Mars is at 25 Aquarius. Uranus is at 7 Taurus. A quintile is a 72-degree aspect. It's one-fifth of the circle, and it's like magical. It's really inspired. And the best use of Uranus and Mars together that I'm aware of is Uranus pops down the intuitive flash, and Mars just takes action on it. So this is literally an aspect where you can get a lot more inspiration about how to take immediate action on your inner guidance when it pops in. Um, You might also have a lot of electrical energy toward any kind of activity represented by Mars, and that could be athletics, uh, exercise, sexuality, being the warrior, the leader, the pioneer, the entrepreneur, all that Mars stuff is very much in play. By the way, with Mars and Aquarius and Uranus also holding the same 
archetypal energies, of course, there's a lot of electricity with this particular aspect. It's very juicy. Good. So on to Thursday, May 7th, yet another bonus aspect not in the written forecast. All these are just extra stuff, so to speak. Mercury sextile Neptune. Mercury 20 Taurus, Neptune 20 Pisces. This is a flow of divine knowing and inspiration into your mind and into your communication. So Mercury and Neptune together, it's fabulous for just relaxing and letting the knowledge come through. It's not about the intellect or the rational part of you. It's about just kind of letting that pipeline of knowingness open from your inspiration or your divinity and just letting it flow through. You can get a lot of great thinking done. You can do a lot of great communication, whether you're talking or doing videos or whatever you're doing to get information out there. It's all very inspired here. And by the way, this is because of the particular way it's set up. It's also good for law of attraction. Neptune in this context is I visualize, I imagine. Mercury is in an earth sign, Taurus. And when Neptune gets together with an earth sign, it likes to ground these visions into practical reality. So it's actually a really sweet law of attraction vibe. There's a wonderful book that's uh, the best law of attraction book I've yet encountered. It's called Creating Money, Attracting Abundance. The primary author is Sanaya Roman, and I will link to that in the show notes. It's a really, really good one there. May 7, Scorpio Full Moon. A full moon illuminates the early morning U.S. sky at 6.45 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's at 17 degrees, 20 minutes Scorpio. Any Scorpio full moon is good for adjustment or release in lots of juicy areas. These include shared resources, occult practices, wealth, power, charisma, sacred sex, investigation, research, transformation, death and rebirth, and shadow work. Aspects. Tarian Mercury opposes the moon, opening the door for dialogue, especially in practical matters. Take time to think through what you're communicating and take all the time you need to say it. A Scorpio moon already feels things intensely. This lunation's moon-Neptune trine can take your empathic sensitivity to the next level. Is feeling so much from others threatening to overwhelm you? My free embodied awakening invocation can help you stay in your center, while my free healing invocation can help you clear heavy energy you pick up from others. Both those invocations are linked in the show notes, by the way. The moon's final aspect is a tight Vesta quincunx. What adjustment is needed so you can contribute more meaningfully to a worthy cause that services, rather serves others. Next graphic for the video viewers, a lovely image of a of the Sabian symbol. So the Sabian symbol for the full moon is a quiet path through woods, brilliant in autumn coloring. This image suggests that we can see life's beauty more vividly when we're calm. The universe operates on the principle of as within, so without. If you cultivate equanimity within yourself, the external events of your life become more peaceful. Once you achieve a deep enough spiritual awareness, you can even realize that everything is perfect, even in the midst of a pandemic. This sounds like lunacy until you reach a certain level of awakening, at which point it becomes obvious. The woods brilliant in autumn coloring can represent a heightened, blissful perception of reality. If you want to experience what I'm talking about, I once again suggest my free, fast-acting, embodied awakening invocation. Alrighty, so now we're on to Saturday, May 9th, Mercury trine Pluto. Mercury is at 25 Taurus, Pluto is at 25 Capricorn. Mercury again. 
but this time with Pluto, Mercury again, we know that's about learning and communication. What's Pluto? Going to the depths. I gave you a bunch of Scorpio keywords earlier. Pluto is the same keywords. So Mercury, Trine, Pluto, really great for investigation, research, great for honest speech. Uh, optimally, a Mercury, Pluto, Trine is like you can really share honestly, authentically, nakedly, vulnerably from the very depths of you. And uh, it's a fabulous energy to really get honest and real with people. Um, so if you want to use that for deep, honest communication, it's time to have a conversation with someone like that. This would be a nice energy to do it with. Um, also, there's some financial potential here. Again, Mercury is putting the mind in Taurus. Taurus is about, one of the things it's about is money and resources. Pluto is great wealth, great power. So you could focus yourself into you know wealth and power themes also if you wanted to. This takes us to Sunday, May 10th where a committed partnership grand trine begins. Practical diplomatic communication within a committed partnership is supported by a grand trine that begins today on May 10th, peaks on the 13th, and ends on the 17th. It includes Mercury, Juno, Pallas Athena, and Saturn. Mercury, dignified in its own sign of Gemini, is primed to share information. Strategic Pallas Athena, closely conjunct practical Saturn, can help you negotiate skillfully, that's palace, so that everyone's practical needs, Saturn, are met. Juno focuses this grand trine's meaning into a committed partnership. She's even in Libra, the sign of relationship. Grand trines create an easy flow, but they're also lazy and only give so much for free. To get the best possible outcome, mine the trine with focused intention. Next up here on May 10th, we have Mercury trine Jupiter, and that is Mercury at 27 Taurus and Jupiter at 27 Capricorn. Mercury yet again, learning and communication. This time Jupiter expands. Jupiter just makes it bigger, so it's a great time to communicate, great time to learn. Um, just anything mental gets expanded harmoniously because that trine is uh, revving it up. We also have a Sun-Neptune sextile. The Sun is at 20 Taurus, Neptune is at 20 Pisces. Um, this is just, wow, what's Neptune? It's divine union, it's inspired creativity, the Sun is you. So it's a harmonious, energizing, soft aspect, the sextile, 60 degrees. So it's like, wow, it's just easier to connect with your divine, easier to receive creative inspiration, and with the Sun in Taurus, easier to manifest it and stay with it. Once again, another great law of attraction setup because here we have another personal planet in Taurus, manifestation, money, value, and here's Neptune, what you visualize and imagine you can bring into reality. So a lot of sweet stuff you can do with that Sun-Neptune sextile. And that is the last event of this seven days, but be sure to join me for the next episode of This Week in Astrology for the week starting May 11th. We have a rare synchronicity three planets turning retrograde within four days. These include Jupiter, Saturn, and most important, Venus. She only turns retrograde every 18 months, so I will have a lot to tell you about her. I'm even going to bring in the aspects that she makes to other planets when she turns retrograde. Announcements. Everyone is welcome to participate in Most Awakening Plus calls for free. Here are micro-descriptions of the May online events I've scheduled so far. All are on Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, unless otherwise noted. So uh, for the first time, I'm going to be doing weekly events. These are called New Earth Support. 
And these are bonus events above and beyond what I normally offer in my Awakening Plus program. Every Saturday at noon, Eastern Daylight Time, until further notice, we will create our sacred container, invoke embodied awakening, and then flow energy to support the more awakened new earth currently blossoming. The divine always rewards us with personal spiritual upgrades and profound bliss. Definitely show up for that if you can. Those are awesome events. Uh, we also have another bonus event this Monday, May 4th. Uh, all the rest of these events are going to be Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. But this is tomorrow as I record this. It's called Inspiration for Life Change. Monsef Afkir's Radical Shift from Engineer to Spiritual Career. Moroccan-born Monsef Afkir is founder and host of the Your Divine Uniqueness web series. Monsef's courageous life story might just inspire you to live your life more boldly and authentically. Then, on Monday, May 11th, group healing, immunity boosting, and awakening. Enhanced immunity is good to have, especially in the midst of a global pandemic. So we call it in along with embodied awakening and healing. We did a lot of events in April, and this was the most popular replay, so we're doing it again. Then, on Monday, May 18, Divinely Directed. This call is directed by spirits in the moment guidance. Each person receives the specific awakening, healing, or spiritual experience that serves their highest good. Words like bliss and euphoria simply are not adequate to describe some of the ecstatic spiritual experiences we share in the inner worlds. Finally, there will be a guest presenter uh, yet to be announced on Monday, May 25th. So a lot of stuff. I'm really going crazy with extra events here during the pandemic because I'm really feeling called to support you guys. So uh, please join us. Uh, Awakening event features at least three live streaming events, obviously way more than that coming up in May. Most events are open to everyone for free, as is all the events I just described. And the archive of over 225 transformative events and accountability partners and the forum are available exclusively to Awakening Plus members. If you'd like to learn about maybe becoming one, go to awakeningplus.com and read up on that. Thank you for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All my one-on-one services are equally effective in person or long distance. And during the coronavirus pandemic, I have dropped my rates significantly because so many people are experiencing financial hardship. I also offer an unbeatable price on Solar Fire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. Learn more about all this and more at astroshaman.com. Everything I've mentioned that's a link or something that might you might want to check out, it's all linked in the show notes. To see them, go to astroshaman.com slash 532. Again, astroshaman.com slash 532. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is info at astroshaman.com and my number for voice and text, 828-338-9852. Once again, 828-338-9852. I would love to connect with you. We are wrapping up this episode. Once again, please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so that others like you can find it. This Week in Astrology is honored to be chosen as one of the Internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. 
You can also do a single sign-up for two great opportunities, chances to win a free consultation, and have your chart interpreted on the show. Go to thisweekinastrology.com. From there, you'll be redirected to the This Week in Astrology area of astroshaman.com. And all that's in the show notes as well. Whatever your sun sign, my forecasts can help you make the best use of the current astrological energies. All dates and times are in the U.S. Eastern time zone. Events are most powerful on the dates listed, but their influence will be active for at least a week before and after. Everyone's affected by these global transits, but you'll be most powerfully impacted when moving planets activate sensitive points in your natal chart. Discover how these transits will personally affect you by booking a session with me. To learn more, go to astroshaman.com, services on the menu bar, and choose Astrology Plus from the pull-down. Thank you again for spending this time with me. Stay safe, stay healthy. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.